Welcome to The Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. I'm Colin True, and I want to welcome you to a deep dive and recap of the first four episodes of HBO's Chris Sharma and Jason Momoa-fronted rock climbing adventure competition show, The Climb. Um, On a recent hot take, I talked about MTV Sports, and afterwards I got some listener feedback that I should have shown some love to Red Bull TV, and Red Bull is probably the one that is carrying MTV carrying the MTV Sports mantle right now. But given the fractured media we we live in, I didn't I don't see a future where something like Red Bull Red Bull TV has the cultural impact that MTV Sports had back in the day. And plus, you know, MTV Sports, man, they had Dan Cortez who I implore again, Dan, come on the show, someone out there, one of you knows Dan. Send him my way. We need you, bud. We need we need to hear your voice here on the Rock Fight, but Anyway, there's actually a fair amount of uh, adventure content that's being made these days. And over the last year or so, we've gotten Jimmy Chin's Edge of the Tomorrow, excuse me, Edge of the Unknown on Disney Plus. We got uh, 100 Foot Wave on HBO. That show was awesome, by the way. Uh, The Edge of the Earth, which also was pretty great on HBO. A lot of a lot of edges in the titles going on. Edge makes it sound sound very extreme. So you know the extreme age isn't dead. It it just evolved. But um, but most recently on HBO Max, we got the show The Climb, where ten amateur climbers compete in an elimination style last climber standing competition, and the winner receives a sponsorship deal with Prana and a hundred thousand dollar cash prize. And Chris Sharma, uh, along with pro climber Megan Martin axis hosts with a reliably familiar reality television show format of the climbers showing up in a new cool climbing location competing in a specific climbing discipline and then the bottom two performing contestants uh go in and into a uh, elimination style climb and at the end of every almost every episode someone goes home i say almost because uh, the pilot does end on a cliffhanger but after that at least uh, through the first four episodes someone is booted at the end Jason Momoa shows up at the beginning of each episode when uh, Chris Sharma is scouting the route for the for the episode and offers some hoots and hollers. And those two talk about how great climbing is and whatnot. Uh, And I'll definitely be digging into that a lot today. Um, We have 10 contestants with various strengths and weaknesses as climbers and very diverse backgrounds. Uh, They each do the climb that Momoa and Sharma scouted. And then the lowest two performing climbers climbers move into that elimination climb where the climber who performs the most poorly is eliminated from the contest. And eventually we'll get to one winner of the whole thing. And that's the setup. Uh, but before I get going with my thoughts on the show in the first four episodes, if you have any feedback either on the climb or my thoughts on the climb, please send it along to myrockfight at gmail.com. I'm going to be doing, in about two weeks, I'm going to be doing the second half, the episodes five through eight. And I'd love to get any uh, listener feedback and maybe uh, include that in, in that episode. So if you have any thoughts on the show, please send it over. Again, myrockfight at gmail.com. All right, my overall thoughts. Um, overall, I, I really like the concept of the outdoor sports and a reality show setting. It's something that we haven't gotten a ton of. You know, off the top of my head, the biggest sort of reality outdoor program properties are probably the Eco Challenge from like the 90s and early 2000s. Or Bear Grylls and Man versus Wild. I guess Survivor Man can be thrown in there as well. Um, adventure typically shows up in different places like The Amazing Race or the Real World Road Rules Challenge. Um, but what? But this is kind of what I was saying about wanting MTV Sports to return. I think TV is an underutilized place for outdoor adventure. 
I don't think shows like Jimmy Chin's The Edge of the Unknown work at all. That show doesn't know who its audience is. If you've seen the show, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Um, And if you're on the inside of the adventure sports world, it seems very over the top and ridiculous and most of the time hyperbolic. Uh, if you're on the outside, it makes things makes the things that we do all look like a death wish. It's not fun or thrilling, so it exists in this odd middle place that I would be more than happy to do a rewatch and review that show for you. Um, but this is where the climb, the show we're here to talk about, really works. You know, taking one sport, climbing, and putting it into the mold of the elimination-style reality show, like we so often see on something like the Food Network, that's a genius move. It's pretty easy to create an emotional bond with the contestants, and regardless how well you cast it, the weekly device of one person is going home makes it hard to turn it off. And Pinkbike, the cycling media company, is the other example of someone doing this right, having put out three seasons of Pinkbike Academy. Uh, I've caught a couple of those episodes, and probably the most recent season, I think there are three seasons I'm planning on doing uh, here on the show and kind of covering it in the same way. So I'm excited to kind of watch that and compare it to The Climb. Um, But at some point, the drama becomes the reason to tune in. If you've never even heard of rock climbing, the competition is going to suck you in once you've started watching. There are some other parts of the show that might keep you from getting sucked in, and we'll, we'll get to those. But for the most part, this is a massively underutilized medium, reality TV, or just TV in general, for exposing others to adventure sports. And the producers acknowledge that there might be a bridge to cross for people to watch a show about rock climbing. And that's clearly the reason for Jason Momoa's on-camera appearances. And that's probably a good place to start digging into the show because we have to talk about the Momoa in the room. And I think Jason Momoa is a really interesting talent in 2023. His acting style and look would probably have been suited better to movies being made in the 80s and early 90s. But he's been able to establish himself in the modern era. He's been open about his love for climbing and relationship with Chris Sharma. And that has made him something of a relatable celebrity. If you're an adventurous person yourself, kind of, oh, he gets what we do. But on the show, on the climb, it really doesn't work. Um, Each episode starts with Momoa and Sharma scouting a location to take the contestants to. And then we don't see Momoa again until the next episode. And I, I don't know if he'll have a bigger presence in the final four episodes, but the... These introductions to each episode are these kind of dingleberries dangling from the rest of the key, of a cohesive story. And that's without mentioning that every contestant is probably a better climber than Momoa. So why is he here again? Oh, right. It's because he's the A-lister that got this thing made. So let's throw him in a little bit so we can try and draw in the non-core crowd to the show. And look, I get that. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. And whether the show succeeds or fails, it's probably not going to be on the very broad back of Jason Momoa. But I think if he's going to be there, he needs to be there. Like, use this guy who has an outsized personality and A-list credentials to be the avatar for the viewer. I want to see him, like, hanging out with the contestants, like, trying the climbs and failing, right? After three or four of the contestants go, you know, want to see Momoa, like, I'm going to give it a shot. And he gets up there and, you know, whatever happens, happens. And who knows, maybe one once in a while he does better than the contestants. I think it could be get actually a little bit more interesting and give him a real reason to be on the show. Because um, right now it really doesn't feel like there is. And that kind of leads me to the other problem with the hosts. And and even more so probably than the, the Momoa thing is that the best host, who is Megan Martin, is completely sidelined. You know, this is the Chris Sharma show with brief appearances by Jason Momoa and Megan Martin. And Megan largely offers limited commentary while the contestants are attempting the route. 
Uh, she announces who will go into the elimination round and whatnot. But of the three headliners, she is far and away the best. You know, Momoa doesn't really have the climbing chops to be the barker pulling people into the tent. And Chris Sharma... Okay, let's let's talk about Chris Sharma on this show for a second because his climbing resume is unassailable. Like, I don't know enough about climbing to do a head-to-head comparison with someone like Alex Honnold or Tommy Caldwell. But for some reason, those two have achieved more mainstream success when I'm sure there are plenty of people out there who would list Sharma as the best male climber of the past 20 years. So having him there gives the show legitimacy, and it's obviously because of him that Prana is involved. He's been a Prana athlete forever. But none of that makes him a a host. Um, I don't know what he did to prep for his time in front of the camera, but if I were talking to him, I would suggest maybe watching the 20 years of Jeff Probst hosting Survivor, right? The host is the foundation of the show. They're the steady presence. You know, the audience is going to probably form the deepest relationship with the host, even if they don't know that's what's happening, because there's only going to be one contestant at the end of the show. And even then, depending on the contestant and their personality, you may only remember the host. The right way to go would have been to have Megan Martin hosting and doing most of the heavy lifting because she's good at it and she's got a great charisma. And, and, and when she opens her mouth, I want to hear her talk. Uh, And then have Sharma play second fiddle as the sort of accomplished climber who picks the routes and provides some color commentary. And then maybe every once in a while, Momoa comes in as a celebrity judge or observer when the show gets down to the final two contestants. And like I said, I haven't seen the last four episodes, so who knows? Maybe that'll happen. Um, Or maybe, maybe Jason Momoa just stays away, earns his executive producer paycheck off screen. That would, that would be fine too. But anyway, the poor hosting is easily and maybe really my only beef with the show uh, and would be my biggest notes to the producers if there's going to be a season two, which who knows if that will happen because the hosts aren't really engaging enough to make non-climbers excited about the show. But, you know, you never know. If they're pulling some ratings, they need some content on HBO Max or whatever HBO Max is going to be, uh, maybe we'll get a season two. Uh, Because the only other real issue, and this kind of extends from the hosts, is that it's way too earnest about the power of climbing. You put that in quotes, right? The power of climbing. Like there's a vibe that is overly serious and paints climbing as this sort of end-all be-all of outdoor activity that stands apart from other adventure sports as this enlightened mindset. And look, climbing is special in its own way, but like no more so than surfing or backcountry skiing. It's really an individual thing that, you know, what, what the sport, how the sport resonates with you. Like I'm not a big climber, but I've climbed a fair amount and I'm I'm really struggling to understand this vibe. I mean, it's a choice, right? They're choosing to make the show with with this vibe. And the hardcore climbing, uh, the hardcore climb only types uh, will likely love this portrayal of the sport, but it feels like a bridge too far for normies to truly get it. And climbing probably comes off as this unattainable thing to the un- uninitiated. For folks like me who like climbing, but I wouldn't necessarily call myself a climber, but I do like to climb, it feels very overblown. And all of this goes back to the choice to have Chris Sharma as the main face and voice. When, when Megan Martin speaks, back to throwing her a bone, there's an accessibility and warmth that isn't there with Sharma. Um, and I definitely can't help but wonder what would have been if they, had just go- if they hadn't gone with Momoa's pal as the main host. But look, that's a lot of complaining. And I started by saying I liked the show. So uh, sorry to just get there and, and complain about a whole bunch of stuff. Those are my biggest gripes, at least the four first four episodes that I've watched, because 
Uh, the things I really liked, they did a great job casting the contestants. It would have been very easy to cast a bunch of white Americans, but the diversity and ethnicity and culture makes the show even more interesting to watch. I think the way the climbing and the outdoor community is portrayed is fantastic. Um, they're all pulling for each other. It really makes you want to be part of our community, and it, it resonates. They're not they're competitive without being uh, bloodthirsty, right? You know, they even those going against each other in the elimination rounds still want to see the other climber do well. And like all good reality shows, there are there are moments you don't see coming. Like the first episode, I thought that April, the the we'll say older, because uh, against the most of the cast, she is a little bit older. Uh, Scottish lady was going to win the first elimination round simply because how loose she was going against Alice, who was much more tight. Um, we get Brad from Wyoming, who just absolutely cruised through the first couple of rounds to the point where I was a little concerned that the skinny white guy was going to just walk away with the competition. But then we see him lose in the fourth episode. He didn't even make it halfway. So that was a great twist. And so the individual stories are all great. And credit to the show's editors for helping to keep the viewer guessing as the stories unfold. And just to kind of redeem Sharma a little bit, his best moment, again, in the first four episodes, was uh, was breaking Deco's balls about giving up in the first comp. All right, if you if you watch the show uh, early on uh, when they're Mallorca doing uh, the the deep water soloing, and that dude Deca kind of got Deco got to where he needed to be so that he wouldn't get eliminated and just bounced. He just jumped off the wall into the water, and everyone's like, "I can't believe you didn't go for the top." And you know it was great to see Sharma say, you know, call him out on that, reminding everyone, "Hey, this is still a competition." and um, it was just a great moment for Sharma as this sort of apex Hall of Famer climber, leveraging his weight over the brash rookie, like a total Michael Jordan move, right? So, yeah, I've been, I've been kind of smack-talking Sharma a little bit on the show, and I, I really loved him in that moment. But the shame of the hosting issue combined with the weird cold opens with Jason Momoa is that it, it does take away from the better parts of the show that are really, really good. Like, it kind of takes you out of it, and then when you get back into it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's why I like this. So... I hope that improves over the final four episodes. So I'm halfway through season one. There are four episodes to go. Uh, here are my predictions for what I think will happen as we wrap up this competition. Uh, my big swing that I don't think will actually happen, but I'm going to say Momoa shows up for the final episode. I don't feel confident in this prediction whatsoever, but I do feel like it kind of has to happen for his presence to pay off. It'd be pretty sweet if like he just came rolling in for the last, you know, the final two climbers in the final competition. I'd love to see that happens. Uh, doubt it will, but it'd be cool. Uh, I do predict we'll get about 67 more shots of Chris Sharma telling the camera or another person that climbing is the ultimate human experience. Uh, he's really serious. <laughs> I think we'll get some more of that. All right, that's another shot at Chris Sharma. I'm sorry, Chris Sharma. But my money's on Robin to win the whole thing. She has a really great mentality and feels suspiciously overlooked when looking at how much camera time the contestants are getting. And that seems like a tell that there are some big things to come for Robin with a Y. Uh, I'd love to see Cat pull it off. I mean, it's always fun to see the undersized, atypical athlete rise above. And that's one of the hallmarks of outdoor sports is that what is often valued physically in other sports doesn't necessarily translate to success in adventure sports. And obviously, it would be an amazing bump for the trans community uh, if Cat won. Another step to making the trans experience a normal thing for the culture at large. So I'd love to see that happen. But if I were betting money after watching the first four episodes, Rob, Robin is my uh, is, is the horse I'm riding. I, I'd like to see. I think, I think Robin's going to win. But we'll see. 
Lastly, you know, big picture, um, this show is great. Uh, and despite my criticisms, outdoor media and outdoor entertainment need to produce more shows like this. The show kind of proves that this is a format to lean into and we could get even more and even better shows if we kind of followed this this template. Um, they can be a bridge. Shows like this can be a bridge to get more people to try the sports we all love and know about. So even if I feel, and this is why I was, I'm riding so hard for MTV Sports. It's what happened, I feel like, in the 90s. Like that, that show exposed things to people like me and then I went and tried them. So... You know, even if I feel like HBO may have whiffed on a few things with the climb, it's all gravy and a worthy pursuit. And this is, you know, it's season one. You know, there's always going to be things that work and things to learn from. The reality format works great. Uh, and it's better than making a show that's, you know, showing just how hardcore everyone is and then they almost die. And it's just another one of those things. We have plenty of that. So I really enjoyed the climb. Uh, I'm excited to watch the last four episodes and recap those in a couple of weeks. Um, that'll do it for for this episode. You know, what do you think of the show? Like I said, you do you want to and you do want to hear more reactions and reviews of other outdoor sh- outdoor shows here on the Rock Fight? Send all of your comments and suggestions, your review of the climb, over to myrockfight at gmail.com. We'll be back uh, in a couple of weeks with episodes five through eight. Thanks again for listening. I'm Colin True, the Rock Fight. It's a production of Rock Fight LLC.